God bless you. I pray that your holidays were wonderful. I'm grateful to God to be here on another day. And I am just wanting to share some words of wisdom with you from the word of God, because that is our lifeline. And that is how we are to live in this world. It tells us how to live so that we can make it into the kingdom. I wanted to tell you about a time when I was a kid. We lived in a country in a little uh, trailer home, and there was a young man that would break into our house when we would leave and go out of town. He knew we were out of town, and he would break into our house. So he, we'd come home, and sandwiches would be missing and, and things like that, and we kind of figured out where he was coming in at. And he was a neighborhood boy. My mother never reported it to the police. She never, you know, wanted to get him in trouble. He didn't do too much. He'd just eat some food or something like that, and then he would leave. So one day, me and my sister were playing in the living room, and he peeked through the door. He did not know we weren't home. But when he saw us, he took off running, and he did not come in because we were actually there. But the reason I'm talking about this is because spirits come into our homes. The Bible says, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. And spirits seek to hide. They run and they look for places to hide because they're trying to get into a place that they can dwell. Our body being the temple of the Holy Spirit, sometimes it's empty. That spirit comes and finds there's nobody there. And we have nowadays, we didn't have them back then, but now we have like security systems for protection, you know. And the security system, it, it'll tell you when there's movement in the house or when, you know, it'll warn you that there's an entry uh, to protect you. And the Holy Spirit operates much like that. It secures the perimeter. So from the inside, you know, spirits cannot get in and they can't, you know, operate because they can't dwell. Um when we talk about the light of the word, the light is like law enforcement. You know, it, it comes and it looks and it searches and moves. You know, it looks for movement. When the police are looking for something, they look for movement. Spirits will sometimes stop operating because they want to go undetected. They are like roaches. If you ever turn on the light, they'll freeze like, oh, if I, if I don't move, they can't see me. Because they like dwelling in darkness. They want to be in the dark where they can maneuver and do things. And a lot of times when we say to people, you know, don't judge me. It's because what we're really saying is we want to live in darkness. Man, your business. Leave me alone. In Mark 5, 7 through 10, Jesus addressed the spirit in a man. And the man said the same kind of thing. Jesus, why are you interfering with me? In other words, Jesus, man, your business. Leave me alone. So when we say things like that, we don't know that we're really telling Jesus, go about your business and leave me alone. In the movies, when we would have, you know, you see intruders come in, like spirits, you know, and they would tell people when they were holding them, shh, don't say anything, because they didn't want to be found out. Spirits had many ways. They had in a gentle smile. They had behind good manners. They had in, in quietness. They had in religion. They had behind money behind kind gestures, they have behind lies. And when an intruder comes in and the cops inform, hey, you got to come out of there, you know, the intruder will, you know, tell them, I'll kill this hostage if you make me come out. Before I come out, I'm going to kill him. The Bible says in John 10 and 10, the thief comes before to kill, steal, and destroy. 
So the enemy comes and whatever temple that he's in, before he leaves that temple, he wants to destroy it because he's trying to secure your place in hell. And then his job is done. The light shines in the law, which is the Holy Spirit, and the law, the Holy Ghost calls him out. And he says, more or less like the police, put your hands up and surrender. Come on out. That's the light shining in darkness. And then God may send the Holy Spirit in someone to tell you, hey, there's something going on there. There's something hiding behind you. You know, there's something that I see. There are two possibilities of your involvement with a demonic influence. You're either harboring it, which means protecting it, aiding it, abetting it, which makes you guilty. Helping it, you're in agreement with it, you're enjoying the company of it, and it's a demonic influence. Or you're a hostage, meaning you're being held against your will. You're not in agreement with it. Sometimes we know full well what we're doing when a spirit is operating in us. We allow it because we want it. Then sometimes we have unknowingly opened doors through drugs, alcohol, sexual immorality, false gods, witchcraft, and, and we allow them in our, and, and we're not aware. But the good news is either whether we allow them to come in or not, knowingly or unknowingly, we can be free through the power of God. If you're harboring a spirit, you need only to repent and denounce it and admit, you know, your agreement with it and surrender. And if you're not and you're a hostage, you need only to repent and surrender and ask God to deliver you. And that's all we need to do when we are harboring spirits. But sometimes we harbor them and we're doing it on purpose. Sometimes we're, we're, we're you know, telling God, Leave me alone, mind your business. I'm doing what I want to do. But we are not able to do that and live and walk in the spirit. We're walking in the flesh. And because of that, we harbor spirits and we walk around filled with demonic influence, making us do things that that are ungodly. Spirits of lust, spirits of lasciviousness, spirits of adultery, Spirits are uh, uh, lying, cheating, control. All of these are spirits that are harbored in a person. And they operate in that person. And that's why we see people doing things. And you look at them and wonder, why, why are you doing that? I watched a video of a man that almost killed himself. Because he was under the influence of drugs. He was laying on the sidewalk just wiggling around like a fish out of water. It wiggled him till his pants came off. I think his shoe came off. And he was on the curve of the sidewalk where there was a little bit of puddle of water there. And that, that demon in him began to make him slam his face up against that curve. He was killing him. The spirit was going to come out, but it was going to kill that man first. And somebody came from somewhere and, and was bold enough and not afraid to walk up to that man. And he put his hand behind that man's neck and kind of pinned him down so he would stop banging himself on the cement because he was going to kill himself. He was bleeding. But because that demonic influence had com took complete control of him, 
He couldn't stop. The man began to talk to him, you know, real gentle, like, and told him, you know, you're going to be all right. And he told somebody, call 911. But many times, we don't want the Holy Spirit to shine light in the darkness, and that's what the Word of God does. And it shows us in those deep, dark corners, this is going on in your house. This is in your house. You need to get it out. And the Holy Ghost acts like a security system. When the devil try to come in, he sounds the alarm. Uh-uh, you can't come in here. But if we have no security system, if we have no, no Holy Spirit living in us, we have no protection from evil spirits. We walk around unsecured. Our perimeter is not secure. Our temple is left open and empty for intrusion. Beware of the demonic influences that seek to come into your home. Just like you protect your natural house, you have to protect your spiritual house. That means pray. The Bible said we should pray constantly. Men ought to always pray. Read the word of God because the word of God will show you where those spirits are lurking, where they're trying to hide, where they're trying to get in at. And the Bible said when the enemy come in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. The Holy Ghost will say, uh-uh, not this house, not this temple. You can't come in here. He's really the only protection we have because he's spirit. And demonic influences are spirits. We are no match for them in our natural bodies. We have to depend on the Holy Spirit. God has given him to us. For that reason, Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless, but I'm going to send the comfort. And the Holy Spirit comes, and he's a man of war. He know how to fight in the spirit. He can see what we don't see. Hallelujah, praise God. I thank God for his Holy Spirit. Because without him, we can't make it in this world. We're seeing that now. We can't make it in this world without him. He knows what we don't know. The knowledge of man is nothing compared to the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. We can't even think well enough to know what he knows. I thank God. Just wanted to give you a quick word and, and be encouraged. These are hard times we're looking in, but be encouraged. God is still God. He's still on the throne. The devil will never have more power than God. He only have what we give him. Be blessed. Until next time.